You ready to go? I'm good to go. <clears throat> Uh, you, you're gonna host, right? You're I'm the host. host. All right. Yeah, because you, you've got the like the laptop and everything, right. and I'm good to go. You good? All right. Host. That's this is the lead in, by the way. This just so you know. <laughs> Fantastic. That's awesome. All right. That's how we gonna go? Okay. I guess over to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I'm listening tonight. I got a feeling that the cards just ain't right I'm so salty, must not give in to rage And I'm wondering what those rollers will say Scarves to the left of me, cheaters to the right Here I am, gonna roll a derby tonight Gonna roll a derby tonight Gonna roll a derby tonight Welcome, listeners, uh, to those of you who are joining now for episode 16 of the Hidden City Rollers. Is it 16? Yeah. I guess, yeah, because Ben said last one so. was 15. Yeah, so it's a, it's a bit of a quiet one today, folks. Uh, just, just the dynamic duo. It's the, it's, the, it's the man with no beard and the man with the, the largest beard I've seen in my life. Does that make me Batman? Makes you makes you old Batman. I think old <laughs> Batman had a beard. Uh, so, man. yeah, I am, of course, speaking about Merlin or Skylark. He's, he likes to go into the Discord. Hey, got Merlin. Doing all right? Yeah, and uh, I'm your host, uh, Glenn. Just a guy that's quit this game more times than probably anyone else <laughs> and come back to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. probably what I'm known for. I think best. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And all the right. guy that just gets tilted by simply playing the game. Doesn't matter what's going on. He can be on top of on top of his opponent, laying into his opponent. Yeah, you, well, those limit one for decks just seem to pop up more frequently now. <laughs> it's almost like um, Star Wars Destiny just got a new card that lets you put an additional copy of a card in a deck. Mm. I just feel like that's what's happening. Like, everyone's just chucking in two Imperial Palaces, two Hidden Dojos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it's and just then taking conspiracy. them out before they make it into yeah, the card. <laughs> it's it's like, um, you know, just that delusion that I have that the variance is not in my side. Yeah. We were just talking about it before, but I, I've played, been playing Crane lately and I don't think I've seen a wave of the Crane in, in the past six games in, in the first two or three turns. You know that's like a that's a cognitive bias that humans have, right? It's confirm, Is it confirmation bias? Yeah. If you believe that to be the case, you seek out evidence. You know, it didn't happen this game and then you remember that But if it's scenario. the past six games, if I go to Worlds, right, and I'm a Crane player, like what's my chances of winning <laughs> if, if the six games where that happens is... Uh, yeah, but where's, where's, where's your data? Yeah. That's what I say. Well, where's the data? My data is anecdotal tilting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so, yeah, just us two, and hopefully we'll be able to keep everyone company while they listen. Um, we've got a few interesting, exciting things on the agenda. We've got a few tournament reports. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, we've got a few interviews from those tournaments that will intersperse throughout this episode. Yeah. Uh, which would be great to hear from some new blood that we've been getting into the game lately here in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and then I guess later in the show we're gonna get a bit get a bit more competitive than our usual selves. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the new floor rules, Merlin. Are um, we? Yeah, what we what we think about those. <laughs> and also just our just how our prep has been going. And we're gonna just throw throw a bit of light onto Ben and Bert's uh <laughs> switch of decks and how that came about. Yeah. Yep. Well, switch of clans I should say, really. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely yeah, 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 definitely yeah. that. Yeah, so so tune in and uh, yeah, why don't we just start with uh, let's just talk about the beginning tournament. Do you think we should like add a disclaimer that if this episode is less professional than it usually is, which is to say, far less professional than any other podcast out there, it's because we don't have Ben to like coordinate and 
do all that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, firstly, it's, you know, I, I t- I'm going to take that as a bit of a diss on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep this, can't keep been, this show you've, together. You've been on it for three and a half minutes, Glenn, what's going on? It's been derailing it already. Um, <laughs> no, that's definitely true. Uh, they, we're missing them both. So, I think Ben is in the air currently. Yeah, yeah, he's on his way um, to the US. He's on the way to Worlds. US Meta, watch out. There's yeah. a there's a rogue Australian uh Hitting, hitting the floor to get that deck tech before the decks are due in a bit early. Yeah, he's gonna he's believe. he's going and doing some scouting for us. Yeah. He's gonna hit the hit the local scene and slay some nerds <laughs> at local game I nights. Think, I think yeah, they're gonna play at some few local tournaments. Um, and Bert will be joining them tomorrow. Is that correct? No, not two days. tomorrow. Yeah, it's two in days. it's in like a couple of days. I guess like that's when he leaves. It'll be I think. Thursday, I yeah. believe, for the US listeners. Mm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's just me who I'm not going to Worlds. And uh, we're spoiler alert, and Merlin, you are, so you'll be traveling later this week as well, I'm presuming, or next week. Next week. Next I'm going to go like Tuesday. I'm just going to fly in. I'm going to land on Tuesday, and then I'll have three days to sort of prep and acclimatize and play Thrones, I think, and then for the main event on Thursday or Friday, whenever it is. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm building a Thrones deck at the moment, so we'll get you covered. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, I thought I thought we start off this episode, Melon, just uh, this low-fi, um, <laughs> ultra low-fi, poor-hosted podcast. With <laughs> well, the, with probably the probably the, one of the most exciting things that we we did recently. Um. Well, we didn't do it. Chris did because Chris is Chris is the best best guy yep. in Melbourne. Yep. Uh, he ran he ran a um ran a new new player tournament uh, at Good Games Melbourne mm-hmm. here in the city. Uh. Yeah. What was your take from it? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It actually had, I think everybody that signed up to it actually turned up to it, right? Like it had 16 signups or something and then 16 people I think turned up. I think it was 16, maybe it was 12. I saw a lot of smiles. Um, for, sorry, just for a bit of context, I was also there at Good Games on that day, but I was playing Netrunner Nationals. Yeah, that's right. You you were, you know, with the enemy. Yeah, I was repping a 5-5. So yeah, but I saw a lot of people really happy and smiling. Um and Chris was really running it really well. Um, yes. So shout out to Chris. Thank you so much for running that. I thought it was like, it's just a really great idea to run like a beginner's tournament because we've been playing this game for over a year now, at least yeah. over a year, yeah. right? Well, um, you have, you had the uh, yeah. you had the US access. Yeah, early access. So um, it's nice to have kind of a beginner's tournament to try and bring people in. I don't know how many people would quote-unquote convert from that tournament but i reckon you know at least one or two uh would did they have to bring their own cards i wasn't no chris i think most of it was all supplied by chris oh, that's awesome yeah he got onto like ebay and he was buying up people's collections for like 50 dollars. you know three sets for 50 dollars. Yeah. that kind of stuff it was super yeah. cheap i guess if you can translate that into uptake yeah. from the from the place i just saw a lot of people like i said they were happy playing like they were, you know, they're seeing these cards. <laughs> was it so different? Time. It was so different from when you were playing your last tournaments. My last tournament, or was everybody at the tournament just like, "Fuck this game!" Oh my god, no, can't you just no, no, everyone uh, lately, everyone's been having a great time. Yeah. I, I just think that you know, you you look back on the meta, and the, there was a few <laughs> dark days, a few dark days there. <laughs> but no, but it's that corset excitement of like you see people put two or three fate on a two coster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just just the glee from the opponent who's like he's like what does this card do <laughs> oh assassinate this seems good <laughs> that's great like you gotta learn it at some point right yeah, that's right um yeah and i guess you did some interviews which we'll, we'll be hearing yeah uh through and um i guess just in general without spoiling any of those 
what was your take from what people were saying? I think like everybody was just really keen to be playing a tournament. Like some of them, I think not only had not necessarily played L5R, but some of them probably hadn't really played in a kind of competitive environment before. Like it would have just been casual games at somebody's house and things like that. So I think that brings a lot of excitement. And I think as you'll probably hear, that kind of comes across. Yeah. I really hope if Chris is listening, I really hope that that series continues. Mm. Um, I think he seems like he wants to do it maybe once a month, once every two months or something. Yeah, I I would really encourage, uh, I can't encourage that to happen. You know what they called it? Rising Champions. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, for for all you know, one of those players there is just going to crush us all at the next Kotai. Yep. You never know. Totally could be a thing. Um, It just was a really great contribution to the community, I thought. And you know what else I kind of liked? So the prize support that Chris um, put together, um, he sourced it from a lot of a lot of different places. So he announced that he was running this tournament and he kind of reached out and players were really happy to like donate um, time and materials uh, to the to the prize support of the tournament. So Top of Clan got like little little tokens with like the clan colors of the clan mons on them. Um, and then I think first place got a set of these really cool metal um cast honor tokens and fate tokens which are really cool i think they were made by uh actually i'm i'm not really sure you know what next podcast we'll give that give that person a shout out because i think he's keen to to Keep get those yeah get get those things into like a etsy or something yeah. like that but they looked great and everyone came away with something right yep yeah, and i think awesome. um i think even the store pitched in with some some seal cards that might have been left over from the Kote. Yeah, like seal of the crane. I've seen I've seen the box. They've got like two boxes <laughs> of seals and whales. Yeah. Yeah, well that's good. Um was there anything else you took away from it? Um the organization I thought was was really good. I think yeah, kinda of already said that. We kinda of got relegated to the back of the store. So originally it was just gonna be like the Rising Champions tournament and there's like a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament on. Yeah. But then Netrunner Nationals kind of just sprung up and so the Netrunner Nationals uh was on the same day and so we ended up like right at the back of the store. But I think the 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 general atmosphere of the store was like there was this excitement from Netrunner which kind of bled in to the Alpha of our event, which is yeah. pretty cool. It seemed like you guys had your own, own yeah. section too. You weren't like spread out too much. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is a shame that it was at the back. It would have been good at the front to, you know, I'm biased. I, yeah. I'd like L5R to succeed. Yeah. Probably but more you can't, you can't put Netrunner Nationals at the back. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people she did, but yeah. What are, yeah, what it's true. Um, yeah. Um, and so I guess after that event on that Saturday, mm-hmm. we went to a tournament hosted at a Japanese restaurant for L5R. Yeah. So this is the second the second one of those that we've uh, we've run and talked about on this podcast. Yeah. You know, we were gonna actually have little little interview type things in that from that tournament as well, but because I was playing with it, playing in it, I didn't really have the yeah, right. you know time capability. Yeah. I guess from a meta for for our competitive listeners. You know the three competitive players from the mm. US. Mm. We had no crab at that tournament. Yep, we had no crab. Yep, um, bit kind of sorely missed. I, I kind of let the side down as well as playing Crane. Yep, yeah. that's your thing right now, though. I think like I think Crane's your jam right now, isn't it? No, nah, Crane or new Scorp box because the, that's crab, essentially. Oh, the new Scorp box Gaijin, is good. Gaijin is Customs it, Spyglass. Is it, it crab? Thing. I thought it was Lion or it's Unicorn. Crab. 
It's crab. It's crab. You just defend a whole lot. Yeah, it's just Boshi. Uh, sorry, Noble Enforcer, and like it's crab. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I like doing to Noble Enforcer though? Bowing him with Yuona. I think. I think Crane plays the most, just like knob sacking him once. You, <laughs> once you've got your engine online, I, th- I feel like that's a medium value knob sack, right? Like if you any other five costed with three fate on it, like a K Day or a Sukune or something like that, that's a high value knob sack. But uh, this guy, because he didn't actually pay the fate for it, you just paid honor for it. I guess it's hard, right? Because you look at you look down at a five three. And you just forget that that three came from the bank, not, not that yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. So you get a bit of, you know, you get trapped. I feel like that enforcer, along with the alibi, is kind of, they're the, they're the they're the good new cards that came in that pack. Right? Uh, I think they, it's just turn one playing two of the, like both of those. It's like yeah. the best play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I wasn't on new box corp. I versed new box corp in that tournament. And I was, so I played Crane because I, I uh, you know, I was a bit competitive. I was like, the meta, everyone's going to bring Scorp. It was the weekend of the Scorp pack release. Yeah. So I just went, I'll just play three knob sacks. I think only one person did though, right? No, I, no, I faced two. Did you? Yeah, I faced Bird. Who was it? Bert, oh, Bert, did Bird play Newbox? Yeah. Newbox? No, no, not Newbox. Okay. He's playing Scorp though. Yeah, he played new stuff, but not Newbox. Yeah. I think only Joey played Newbox. He's playing, Bert was playing his Secret Worlds deck. Shh, nobody, nobody say anything. It's a Scorpion deck. I mean, oh my god, what have I done? It's a, well, it was Phoenix. Do we want to talk about that for a little bit? Um, mm, I don't know. No, it was in like <laughs> he was playing Phoenix and then he lost. Oh my god, yeah, he yeah, lost yeah. seven games in a row. I think. Is, so do, do, we, do we call that? Do we call that? Actually, no, we can't really call that doing a Glenn, can we? Because you didn't change plans. I didn't change plans. You got you got dunked hard before Kote, but then you were I like, stuck with it. I was I'm just I'm just gonna keep going. Classic crowd. I was like, this deck. I believed in that deck. Yeah. But but didn't I'm believe gonna... after the fifth time I knobsacked his <laughs> Tanaka. It was Phoenix, really bad. That Phoenix yeah. was gonna win against Crane Scorp. Yeah. Um, Crane Scorp. I honestly I honestly fear Crane Scorp. Like I'm gonna play Phoenix at Worlds, and if I if I come up against a Crane Scorpion deck, I think I just yeah. I think I just we, roll we over. could be wrong the broader meta out there, but um we did testing and so both Ben and Bert were originally wanting to take Phoenix to Worlds. I don't think and we well they both were playing it very seriously. They yeah, they, serious they, were def- they were definitely they're definitely and, playing and it. And so I said to them, well, okay, let's see how it goes against Crane Scorp, and then I yeah. I, I just uh knob sacked every every game with mark of shame i think um like it's it's nice that bert's not here so we can talk about him right and he'll never find out he'll never find out a lovely guy so so um i think the way bert plays just generally he's better off playing like a defensive control style phoenix deck if he's going to do anything um so i think that style of deck just kind of didn't suit him generally yeah Yeah. it's hard right you i feel like the thing with this game now is you can deck build, and if you hand me a deck, I'm, I won't know what it, how to play it. Mm. I'll, I'll have to get reps in to know. Yeah, you know, I, I keep trying to play Mind's Desire's Dragon deck. And I, I just, suck with that. I, deck. Just, I don't know <laughs> what to do. I go like three fate on investigate because I'm like Mind's Desire always just puts a bunch of fate on a character, and then people just covert, and I'm like, I yeah, don't know what to do. Yeah. I um, find myself so bewildered sometimes. Yeah, but then I win because they hit the row, and then I, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, I just reflect <laughs> and I just go like, well, I didn't win because I played <laughs> that's that. right. <laughs> just the I just had the skill to play dragon. Yeah. That's what I did. Like when we we, uh, we were te- me and Merlin were <laughs> testing we the other day, and um, Merlin was crushing me, and then he he had one character with like three fate, and every other character had no fate on him, and he hit uh, feast of famine. Oh yeah, and so I just won the game. Yeah, I just that's was right. Like, oh, that's it. Break. 
I've yeah. got four guys sticking around. It's yeah. fine. That's although that's you winning because I screwed up, right? Well, no, I, I told you before. It's card game design. It the card game tells you to attack, mm. but by attacking you lose the game. <laughs> attacking, it's, I lost. It's like the worst sort of card design. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So the Japanese <laughs> tournament that come, coming back to that. So there were some really cool decks that I saw there. Um, did you see that? Was did you see Sam's Unicorn? Uh, it was a different to I didn't, but was it different to regular unicorn? There was there was it was there was night raid in the row. <laughs> and it's awesome. There was tears of uh, a mass. What is Amaterasu? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the sick new playmat um, gained him a gained him an additional fate, which was clutch. All right, I don't know if I agree with the sick new playmat, but I tell you what, of the three playmats that have been released so far, it is by far the best yeah. from the kids. Yeah. I just, I just, I just think it's so cool to see unique decks yeah you know what i mean like, yeah yeah. Like yeah when you go to a tournament you you do want it to be competitive but to like see someone push some creativity because you can get surprised like i hit night raid and i lost two cards and i was like this isn't ideal yeah, it's, that's right you, you're like oh this is not a situation yeah. that i'm used to being in yeah it's awesome um do you reckon do you reckon you could run a tournament where you gave players deck design like not restrictions but constraints so for example um, could you say anybody playing Phoenix needs to play a ring control deck and they need to include at least one copy of the following cards? Do you reckon you could? Yeah. It'd be interesting to thinking, kind of theme up a bit of a tournament that way. I was thinking like, what if you said like all of the one element province? <laughs> so like you have to do like... Oh, you have to do all of the like gotcha, gotcha provinces? Like all, no, like all air. All, all, <laughs> like, just have these really grindy games. Do you know, just as a, just as a bit of a side thing... Um, when when we were sort of in that lull where there wasn't really a whole lot of kits, um, I would come along to the games with my little uh, cardboard rings from yeah. the corsets, and we would put like three or four corsets worth of rings in a pile and shuffle it, and you had to do the conflict that was the one <laughs> on the top. <laughs> Is that a format you could do? Well, then, then you could cheat by playing Phoenix and like making all the cards yeah. that let you resolve other rings. Yeah. Well, you can actually. Yeah, we did. I, I think we did get quite egregious with it the other one we did was we split it into five but um it was like five random sort of rings so you could choose whatever so you ended up being able to do like two water attacks in a turn and it got it got really weird you can't do that now like phoenix with two water attacks is like oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's just busted i think that's kind of an so you know how you've got like cube draft and things like that yeah. as these like alternate formats i reckon with l5r with the rings you could do some interesting you could do like a blind ring, like where you reach into a, a bag and just pull out a ring and go, all right, that's what I'm attacking with. You do some interesting formats like that, right? Yeah. I mean, it kind of messes with the resource curve a little bit. Mm. I, I feel like, I think you're right though. You could build deck building challenges, right? So you could have like um, play cards that, like you could have like the event only decks and the attachment only decks. Yeah. And just see if you can even, I don't even know if you can build a deck like that. Or like, the no holding decks or minimum 15 holdings. Right. And just like, <laughs> just see, see, just what, see what happens. happens. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I reckon we should try that. Yeah. See what happens. Well, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to spend the precious week we've got now? We can, we can, we can mess with all these new formats. No, no man. Right. Like, sure? Right now, right now there's one objective and one objective only. What's that? To not suck by the time I get to worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, speaking of not sucking, Merlin, um, you recently went to another tournament on Saturday, yeah. the season two finale kit. I don't know what they call that scenario. Is it the stronghold? But what do they call that? They I call don't. I kit? don't know what you call it. I don't FFG, know if there's a term. FFG's naming for kits. We're just gonna call. I'm gonna call it store champs. No, so because, it's no, no, because it's, it, it is the one that has the playmat, and that's store champs. Yeah, for FFG. Yeah. So. Um, you have seasons, right? So it's season one, season two, season three, and then you've got event one, two, three, and four. If you're doing the events, right, you could totally do the league format as well, which like one of our stores is doing. Do you know what I realized? I actually read reread the prize support document that explains it all. Mm-hmm. FFG does actually say you can do you can hand it out however you want. Yeah. So you know I was getting a bit particular about like I don't know what I'm getting when I go to these events. Yeah. But it's because they can have the discretion to choose how they Sure, but yeah. but but you do that. You tell people how you're going to distribute price support yes, before yeah, they decide to turn up. I agree. Anyway, <laughs> but you, so you went to this event. Um, I did. So it was a combination of three and four. Is that correct for season yeah. two? Yeah. yeah. So so the store the store has like all sorts of events going on, Magic Next Wing and all this stuff. So instead of doing like four events over the six months, he just does two, and he combines the price support from kits two and or events one and two and two and. Uh, one and two and three and four. Yeah, into two separate. I, to be events. honest, it's my favorite place in Melbourne to play cards because it's just it's quite it's quite quiet compared to other game stores. Yeah, and you get a lot of it's space. A good space. Yeah, yeah, it's a good space. Yeah. So you um, how many were there? Was there six of you or eight? I can't remember. Six. Yeah, just six. Six of you. We were expecting more actually, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but six is enough for an event to kick off, so that's good. Shame to travel all that way and not have an event kick off. Doom, doom, doom. Sick of being yourself? Wish you could just be no one. Ever feel like you're just another face in the crowd? Do you fear that people will see the real you? Well, fear no more and come down to Unmasked, where you can trade in your real self for your new self. Going to win a court, we've got Courtmaster put all your political rivals to shame. Don't bother with cheap imitations. Nobody's going to be playing court games when you walk into the room. All the policy debates will be going your way and we guarantee no breach of etiquette with each mask purchase. Last year at Winter Court, a JoJo storyteller and I were having a heated policy debate about the dragon's policy regarding forcible tattoos upon their enemies. He brought me great shame, but only masks gave me the ability to shut him down when the situation would arise. While my liar's mask makes me impervious to the dishonorable tactics of my political rivals. So get yours at Unmasked. Just opposite the Court of Deception in the trade to suit Toshi Rambo and just via the back alley highway and use the promo code HCR to get your free tainted cookie with every mask purchase. Unmasked. Redefine yourself. You know, Wayne plays a Crab Splash deck, which is really super interesting. Um, in Phoenix? Out of Phoenix, yeah. Is so it the, it's all... Is it the Magistrate, is it the magistrate Crab deck? No, it's all okay. too... It's all too... No, it's not a Crab... It's a Phoenix deck yeah, with no, no, Crab sorry. Splash. Right? I, meant, I meant the... Um, you know, Marwin plays the Charge Magistrate. Um, oh, no. What's it called? Strength in, spreading the Darkness on the Magistrate and boost the glory so that I can't interact with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fine. That, well, that's that's a that's a good play, but it's like a, it's a combo-y kind of play. Whereas I think that Wayne's deck is all about just having a bunch of force pumps and kind of just having... It's like a lion take. It's like a phoenix take on lion strategy where... You've just got a lot of little guys. You bring them all out. You've got plenty of fate. He is playing against the waves because I think against the waves, like in the mirror matchup against the waves wins, um, especially at a new box. 
And then, yeah, he just plays bunches of force pumps. Each storm is at somewhere between a three and a four on average. He plays um, all the he plays the seeker of knowledge out of his conflict hand, so that he can attack and play uh, spreading the darkness and recoup the honor loss through triggering the ring of air and things like that. To really to really walk that fine line of you know getting too far dishonored and then just dying. I just love that the game's got to the point where you can do that. Do you know what I mean? I, I've actually felt it's that really Phoenix. I've actually felt that Phoenix for a long. I'm I'm a Phoenix fanboy, right? So what do I know? But you're vitamin I think, C. You're just like vitamin C is through the roof. <laughs> you got an orange beard. Like yeah. I can't really contest <laughs> contest I, your love I of Phoenix. I eat my carrots. Got I'm hopped up on beta carotene. But no, Phoenix. I think actually have the widest range of deck options of most clan of any clan, right? Because you can play. You can play a Crab Splash, a Unicorn Splash, a Lion Splash, and a Dragon Splash out of a new box and out of an old box. And I think that combination adds some really interesting interactions. And you can, if if you want to go left of center, you could play like Keeper of Water, Unicorn Splash and be really, um, like really aggressive, right? With all the straightened tech and all of the run your opponent into horrible provinces like Upholding Authority and things like that or Kuroi Mori good stuff yeah i i keep thinking about talisman and keeper decks i just i just wonder if these control decks are going to come become a thing i just feel like they're already a thing i just feel like it's a bit i don't know it just doesn't feel as consistent right now it just feels like that attachment gets handled Uh, you do mean talisman specifically yeah um i don't know i feel like crab are on this the control spectrum right um and so are scorpion Although they don't play Talisman, but I think it's control still, decks is yeah, because yeah. uh, Fate Worse Than Death is sort of a control card. Talisman is a control card. Um, yeah, but I just mean I mean the ability. I mean if they keep printing provinces the way they are, like to be honest, like I feel like Talisman into Upholding Authority is like one of the best plays you can do. Yeah, because you <laughs> Talisman like, into like Alter Control Feast. No, but I mean like if you hit their hand, you get rid of all four. You know, sorry, all three Fate Worse Than Deaths. Yeah, or something like that. Like he just or all the cancels. Like I remember when I was playing Scorpion New Box, mm. when they hit that because I'm running the same row as the old box Scorps do. Mm. If you if you can remove all their Fate Western Deaths or their cancels, you just way you just yeah. way ahead. Yeah, because yeah. I have Talisman, you know, and they don't. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. No, that's fascinating. Um, so yeah, sorry, keep going. Oh well, I was just gonna say um, on the weekend I did end up going three and zero, but. Um, in my opponent's defenses, um, I only went. I went to time in the match I played against Jay. He's playing Crane. I think in the long game he beats me in that game, and I didn't end up playing Bert. So luck, luck, and time were on my side. You're doing you're doing the classic uh, Glenn maneuver where you just duck Bert all these tournaments. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wins tournaments, but only when he avoids playing Bert. Yeah, I just get yeah. Um, Ben and Jay just like. You know, they're, they're my blockers. <laughs> they, they just take, they're like your wingmen. <laughs> they just play the Canada Burt's deck so that, yeah. I, that I can get through. I think that's the reason That's the reason I did well at Kotai because you guys knocked each other out, right? You guys played each yeah, other on the way up to, and I just I was off the side somewhere not playing any, any of you guys. I had to play Ben and Jay in the, in, in the Swiss. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, and it, yeah, but, and that was definitely, you know, quite challenging it's hard when you play against friends you don't because you don't want to knock each other out you want to just yes get to the cart get yeah. all your prizes yeah. and then 
Yeah, there's no fr- there's no friends in the cut, but in the Swiss, yeah, it's it's it hurts a little bit. Yeah. I'm lucky when I get to Worlds, I'm playing on one A and they're playing on one B, <laughs> so they they could hit each other, but they won't hit me on day one. <laughs> yeah, so I guess speaking of you, you you going to time and those sort of things, did you read the new florals that came out? Only briefly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so, think something. So you're going to world soon. So I probably should do be. A bit of, uh, let's do a bit of education. <laughs> Melon, how long does a round of El Favar go for? Uh, 65 minutes. Correct. And so when 65 minutes is hit, uh, what happens? Um, I think you count up tiebreaker points and then the first player has an opportunity to concede. Yes. So, so the organizer announces the end of round. And players can no longer start a new dynasty phase and the following procedure begins, Merlin. This mm-hmm. is what they've changed. When the round reaches 65 minutes, each player has the opportunity to concede to their opponent. If neither concedes, they keep playing until they reach the end of the next regroup phase or until the round time reaches 75 minutes. So there's no counting to five. Yeah, there's no there's no you win if you're like five no, breaker points no, up. There's just not, there's not, there's, yeah, you just quickly, you can do your quick math about Obviously, when you've been asked to concede or not, you can just you can both do the math and be like, yeah, you know, who's going to get the win? Yeah, you can but, you you can see whether you're going to actually change the tiebreaker yeah. situation but significantly. But here's the kicker, Merlin. Um, after seventy minutes, you 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 can't get a loss anymore. After sixty, f- uh, no, after seventy, you can't get a loss. You're going to get a mod loss. Right. Okay. You can't get a so loss. so you can you can you get you a full win. No, you can only get a mod win after 70 minutes. Really? Okay. So what does that mean? No, uh, does sorry, that mean you, like can s- get, you can get a full win, correct. You can get a full win after but, 70 minutes. But if no one, but if at 75 minutes no one has still won, when you add it up, the person who wins can only get a mod win. Right, okay. So if you go all the way to 75 minutes, you're... Yeah, and, but the game ends. At 75 screwed. minutes, the game just ends. There's no, like, keep going or, yep. like, it's just, it's count pack up mm. and submit your slip i guess that's kind of all right i think it's great i think i think too long even in recent tournaments you know the round's finished but you're still staying around for 15 to 20 minutes because there's that one yes table yeah the table that hasn't reported yeah yeah i think um yeah i guess i i am kind of okay with these rules I think that if you, I think that if you've gone to time, it's kind of a bad situation for both players in that game, even under the old rules. So, it's just that under the old rules, it's also a bad situation for everybody else that's waiting around for you to get to regroup phase. Why? Well, I, I mean, I just hate going to time. Yeah. I hate playing half a match and feeling like I'm going to win, but in the, in the moment, being having to be like, well, because you had Imperial Palace. Usually, it's because they had Imperial Palace. Because they're going to keep the favor. They, yeah. yeah. And, you know, at Kotai, I, it really kind of, it feels bad. But when I, like, would bid one on the turn before yeah, before time, yeah, not because it's the correct decision. No, because you need because the tiebreaker points. It gives me two points. Yeah. It's, it's just stupid. That's not how the game should be. It's not, it's not fun. It's not, f- I don't think it's fair. Uh, you got to have some solution. But I think this is a much better solution where it goes, if your deck is built in a certain way or if you're choosing to you know maximize your time to get to that point or if your deck can't win in 65 minutes Mm -hmm. you're more than likely going to hurt yourself than others do you know what i mean like you you're actually yeah so if you're playing like a dishonor deck 
I guess is what you're saying. And you're trying to sort of eke out these one point wins, one point losses. Um, when you get to time, you you have to like close that game in like those five minutes. Yeah, well, no, I guess like to take a step back, if you build a Dishonored deck, you have to have proven to yourself you can win in 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah, I think that because, because you got to adjust for like that players are going to, when they know what you're on, the reality is they're going to yeah. eke out what they can, right? Yeah. So you need if, to be able to, well, maybe 50. You've got to be able to win in 50. So if you're if you're playing a Dishonored deck, does that mean that I, I by virtue of you playing a Dishonored deck, now I have to play more more defensive honor wise is that what you're saying um, no because you have to be able to win in f- you still have to execute your game plan in 65 minutes yeah so both players still have to execute their like still have to close the game in 65 minutes yeah but the but there's no incentive to keep going does that make sense like because once you hit 70 minutes you, you can you can only get zero points yeah so you gotta like by 70 minutes you better have made up your mind that you're either gonna win it yeah or you should have just stopped at 65 does that make sense like it just means that everyone's gonna everyone's <laughs> gonna finish everything should finish a bit smoother i feel yeah maybe it's, I think do, it's a, do you it's know a what I, middle ground i feel i don't know you know you've you've concerned me i feel like i now need to rehearse the tiebreaker situation so we need to play some games and then go right time's called what's the decision making process right yeah because well, it's, it's it's that you do do what this document says you no no i i know the oh, procedure right, you know the right? Procedure. but you've got to rehearse the procedure yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. well, I guess you might have to educate your opponent, but it's important that you know what's going on because you don't want to call the judge because you're yeah, losing. Yeah, of course. Like, as soon as he's valuable seconds. Call, you're losing valuable seconds. <laughs> yeah. Mm, well, maybe that's a strategy. Maybe you go, like, I don't know how this works. Mind explaining it to me. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't you believe you. Judge. Yeah, I, I can't believe judge. I can't believe you just said that. I'm and, not, then, and then, no, 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 no. Just, because just, it, it, went, it went right? through my mind, like, that's totally a thing that's going to happen. People and are, it's going to be angle shoot because it's worlds, right? Yeah, but I mean, FMG communities are usually quite good, and all our listeners are great. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just you, you, there's always that one guy. You know, there's like the yeah. guy that cheated at the finals yeah, yeah. and that uh, nationals for uh, conquest. conquest where yeah. he drew three. That is infamous now, yeah, isn't it? This is <laughs> that one guy. Yeah, and you just, on you just on stream, a, right? Yeah, you just want to have a judge so that you can do it. Um, so that's exciting. So yeah, they add up tiebreakers at seventy five minutes now. So, right. the re- so the reason you discuss it at sixty five just quickly is because you just like that's how you well because you yeah you got to right? know you got to know how you realistically expect the game to end yeah. in ten minutes yeah yeah because if you're up on like if you're up three tiebreaker points are you really going to make up three tiebreaker points you know because because yeah. one point is now all all the difference yeah well I mean does that make you know decks with rebuild better because you you can lose Imperial Palace early and then, <laughs> then rebuild it. Maybe Satoshi decks have a place still. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just trying to Your make brain crab. has gone to that place. I, I wonder to, what happens I'm trying, make, I'm trying to make crab great again. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to eat you my need- words. Crab's probably still going to be great. I'm going to watch on Stream Worlds all the people that like stuck with crab for the past six months and just watch like the fruits of their labor and be like, man, I missed out on the, on the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's not as fun to play as the other cards, mainly because... You didn't get as many cool hot. You got some cool cards, but like you just yeah. Every time I play Kuniyori, it just gets against the wave, and I just don't want to play that card ever again. It is a bit of a shame that we haven't seen as much of him as as I would have liked. Cuny Labs, though, I see a bit of Cuny Labs. They're actually it's nice, right? In the past week, talking about competitive stuff, mm. they're actually something that's really frightening me. 
Like, the, like the, their boards get really strong. It's um, yeah, their tiny little guys become gigantic. It's like this Haruma skirmisher was like a three. I mean, the, they, re, they rebuild their Kuni labs. Yeah, it's really, really tough. And on the defense as well. I mean, the stronghold to me as a as a Phoenix player, I worry about attacking Crab because even though you've got plenty of tools to generate plenty of force for some damn reason. They do too, and they they box for a whole bunch of force, and then play man doesn't fall, and I, I, think, I cry. I think, I, I think <laughs> when you look at like crab or scorp, right, in terms of what they do to defend, mm-hmm. I really preferred crab where it's like, I just pass, you just keep passing mm. until they break in your province, yeah. Right, whereas scorp often will be like, I actually don't want you to get this ring effect. Oh really? I thought it was the opposite. The well, actually, I thought it was the same. Crab, like mm. both of them are like. No, no, no. Uh, you can have you can have the ring. Just don't get the province. Really? Because I feel like against Scorp, you can often pick the ring that really hurts them the most. Uh, like at some point, they're going to fate worse than death. You right? Whereas, <laughs> whereas Crab, they're not going to do that. They're just going to be inevitability. Like, they're going to block with the wall. Yeah. And then if you ever make a mistake, they'll weigh the crab you. Yeah. You know, which I think yeah. is logistically, yeah. it's a bit harder to play around. Yeah, way of the crab. I love way of the crab. Like. Um, <laughs> Of all of all of the way of cards, I think that that one is the coolest as far as it's like mechanics. I'll be honest, and it, it's probably the one that feels the best to play as well yeah, of the yeah. way ofs. I think like way of the crane is, I think the best, or way of the scorpion. Those two are equally as good as each other. Not interesting though. Like they no, just, they're not. They're they not at all. Do it's something. like yeah, I'm gonna honor a guy or I'm gonna dishonor a guy. I actually think way of the scorpion in. Um, well, actually, I, I've probably been abused a little bit by Scorpion in the past, so I think it's worse. <laughs> but just <laughs> bring up some traumatic, some traumatic <laughs> yeah. trauma. Yeah. It's alright. So just entered the therapy hour with yeah. uh, Glenn. I'm Mel. just gonna lay down on the couch here. Uh, so which was it, the liar or the magistrate that got <laughs> you first? <laughs> I couldn't tell. They're all wearing masks, man. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, um, new florals, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you feeling about Worlds, Melon? Like, you, every time I talk to you, you seem a bit more excited. More, uh, mainly, you keep talking about prize tickets. It's like it's like a little hot commodity. Everyone's talking about the prize tickets, prize tickets. Well, uh, for those that don't know, uh, if you go to Worlds, the way that the prize system works is that they have the array of prizes that you get for participating, but then at various points throughout the rounds and the side events, you get prize tickets. And they have a thing called the prize wall, so you take those prize tickets to the prize wall and you can redeem them for all sorts of like organized play stuff that you might not have, right? So last year they had little Gen Con tokens. This little Gen Con token here it was like 10 prize tickets. Well, sorry, each prize ticket is like 10 points. I don't know why they do it this way. It doesn't make any sense mathematically. So, <laughs> so what this does that guy, translate in terms of dollars? Like is it ten one point per dollar? Like do I, I don't sell my ticket for $10? I don't think you can sell your. I don't think you can definitely sell your prize tickets. Probably, I don't know if it's against isn't, the rules, but I'm it, sure people isn't do. Isn't there like a Wiley Trader Association that do this? Uh, maybe it's like maybe. a secret cabal. Just to, no, I, 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 I have no idea. I'm, tr- so, I'm just trying to think admit, of cards. You just want to admit it on stream. No, it's I was like, I was trying to think of cards like the Yasuki Trader or something like that. I like, like, yeah, you just go like, to this guy. I feel like if you can just grab sweet loot. I mean, the loot already for just attending and if you do well, it's yeah. really exciting. Yeah. And I, I really like the idea of prize tickets, right? Because there's there's some pretty coveted stuff that you couldn't really get otherwise. So Way of the Clan, 
cards. They've been out in Kote kits and they came out at Gen Con, so I would totally expect them to be on the wall. These Gen Con tokens, probably the Kote tokens. You might even find those Kote top four boxes, you know, the little token yeah. boxes, find those. The honor dials, the rings, um, organized play play mats, you know, what, whatever your, whatever your, you know, your opium is, you know, the, is the it, loot that makes you is excited. It, is, it, is it, to be perfectly honest, is it them clearing out stock? Is that really, is that the purpose of the wall or is it to offer additional it's incentive? It's got to be, it's got to be part of it, right? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, it costs money to warehouse all this stuff and unless you're actually clearing it out. Like I think so, Australia in their Kote kit got um, those honor dials and the um, keepers, keepers yeah. and, the, and the pins, yeah, like the clan good. pins. That was incredible. The FF, FFG were nice enough to send that for the Friday team event. That was yeah. really good. Um, Sorry, yeah. the rest of the world. We got yeah. They they sent it, they sent us all keepers. We got full art keepers. And they were Gen exclusive, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, and and the dials and um, the seekers as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're feeling surprise support's good. How are you feeling about being there? Like, you've got friend. You got yeah. friends from there, right? I think that's probably the thing that I'm looking forward to the most, right? Like, as far as my expectations for the play goes, I think that so long as I have practiced enough to feel like I've I've put in enough time, I think I'm probably okay. I don't want to get there and go. I didn't put enough time into practice. Sure. So as long as I've done that, I'm probably okay with whatever the results are. Do you know what's, do you know what's funny about that is I feel like I played more games over the weekend. Yeah, you're <laughs> to like to like you're help everybody's, you guys. I'm yeah. just like you're just everybody's like playtest buddy. I'm like, man, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a free ticket. Stick. Why aren't you going? Where's the free flight, FFG? <laughs> <laughs> they did that once for like like a while ago. They did like half. They do it for the grand ties. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. Australia's just where where the we're little, not grand enough. Where the where the little sixty player tournament. Yeah. Which I thought was big, but that was my first ever card game tournament. So, I think that like as far as L five R tournaments in Australia goes, it's probably about as big as as big as they've been. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure in like the CCG ones there have been bigger, but like that's sixty players is still yeah. really good. The Europeans are probably just laughing at us because like they're like that's just what our local Wednesday night is, you know. That's crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. I could not imagine a 60-player local game night kit. How many reinforcement case. packs would you need to field 60 just, players in a kit? Yeah, maybe like two. I don't know. Uh, I did the math. So, like, if you if you get a kit and then two reinforcements, you have mm. two sets of the full arts. Full art strongholds? No, like of um, the top of clans. Two sets? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So that would be a good way to... Good yeah. way to do it if we own the game boards. We don't own a board game. <laughs> we own a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of preparing for worlds, what have we been doing to prepare for worlds? What's how how have we gone about preparing for worlds? I thought that'd be an interesting discussion. <laughs> well, um, I can tell you what my approach has been. Yeah. Right. So it's obviously you, you could, wait. We'll start off with you got a little book. Do you want to talk about your little notebook? I do have a little notebook. That kind of only started yesterday. 
Um, <laughs> I thought because yesterday, yeah, so look, yesterday, it's, it's mostly empty. So Merlin, so Merlin has a little book in front of me, and he, he was telling me yesterday that he was putting <laughs> a sticker for each clan <laughs> on a page, <laughs> and then we well, tested against Lion, and he just absolutely dunked me. And he's like, I just crossed. He just like tore. I the just page tore out. the page. Just out. tore the page out. <laughs> which I think it's a mistake. <laughs> this, is, this is Merlin's <laughs> world's preparation. All right. So shall I read you what it says on the dragon? Let's talk about the dragon. I'm I'm all about rules, okay? So my my preparation really involves the generation of kind of these um, rules of thumb that okay. I will apply during a game. Sure. So for exa- so example, um, in in a couple of I think in the games on Jigoku the other night that I was playing, I was like attacking military and I didn't send you owner, so it says send you owner. <laughs> uh, chuck clouds, like don't bother playing clouds unless you can get your owner off, right? I'm thinking. Why bother? Why bother with the clouds? And it says bid three because I bid five. Like yeah, as first player. Whoops. And Lion. then and then in because I forgot that feast or famine was in the, was in the dragon <laughs> row. So I've got provinces, feast and resto. So we're uh, so how how have you felt you've come since since writing those notes? I still. Oh well, actually, I don't think we've played dragons since we haven't then. We played then. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Against scorpions, so I was playing against scorpions. But the only thing written on the page is make it military if there is a guy with a dash in the conflict. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the rule for oh, Scorpion. For Kuromori. Cause I think that's pretty strong. That's pretty strong against Scorp. They seem to run more dash. You know, they've got well, they've got their al- alibis and their yeah. liars now, yeah. This and military it, in general is good if they swing with cat to go. I think this book is more about having an excuse to use my clan stickers. Because <laughs> I, I got they're from um they're from the launch kit right yeah 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 so I got a couple of sheets of those mm. just lying about and on the uh, the front page it's got like some some just general general sort of stuff so none you, of which none of which I will mention because it's all feel, secret secret Phoenix you tech feel doing the mind's desire thing of grinding on Jigoku where does that fit in terms of your approach do you feel like that that's useful for uh, you personally or I think it's useful for certain people. Yeah, I think some people just definitely just grind out games, and I, I'm all. I reckon you do need to have a certain amount of that, but I'm of the opinion that you need to deliberately practice things, right? So if you got if you've got an amount of time that you have available to practice, you should spend that doing something that um, you're practicing a particular aspect of your game. So I like grinding one game, like turn one and twos, um, and then just 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 do turns one and two against various clans. I like choosing the clan that I feel like I'm worried about the most and then playing that clan, that kind of thing. Yeah. And what are you, like, what are your thoughts on, you know, like, Bert will test by going like, well, okay, I'm going to hit, like, hitting the province, the worst case province. The worst province, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the kind useful? of thing. 100%, yeah. Yeah, right. That's a kind of deliberate practice. Remember what I said just before about um, rehearsing the tiebreaker yeah. scenario? That's deliberate practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's you, how you get good, right? Is it, is it because then when you get to that moment, you just can just muscle memory autopilot it, sort of yeah. thing, where you just go like, all right, yeah, I've been or like you hit resto and you're like, I've been here a thousand times before, yeah, like there's no reason to tilt because I did everything to mitigate. Yes, yeah, because yeah. sometimes you'll just lose because you got outplayed or you didn't or you didn't draw the cards right. But yeah, you, or you get lucky and you win, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so long as so long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and go, I the decision making that I made 
to that eventually got me to that loss. So long as the the route that you took and the decisions that you made were using the right information at the time, I don't see how you can sort of punish yourself for losing. Like I said, like if you get to the events and you hadn't rehearsed certain situations and you got there and you're like spending 30 seconds to make uh, a number of decisions throughout the game, then you probably didn't put enough time into practice. And that's, that's a criticism of me too because I do that. I spend probably more time than a lot of people making decisions. That's but, okay but you got to practice it out. Yeah. I guess chess helps help to know where you're sitting on that too. Because mm-hmm. you just go run on Jagoku and just know how much time you're spending. The I other thing... Like, to be honest, I feel like... So I, I played Mind's Desire the other day. Oh, yeah? And he he's probably the only person I've played lately where his chess clock was still higher than mine. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like there's yeah. like another level to this yeah. game because I had to think really do you hard. Reckon, do you reckon Anil's like the only person on Jigoku right now that doesn't have a Smurf account? <laughs> <laughs> Do we still be inflexible the new players? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, I was like, I haven't seen it. Maybe, maybe the new player tournament took off to the, such a success, Merlin. Yeah, there's not Smurfs maybe. all around. Maybe I, I feel, I said, I mean, I still think the best way to do practice would just be to run private, just do password protected. Well, you, you can run yeah. Smurfs, but then it's like, it so, depends, who you, depends who you want to test against. If you want to play against the field, you know, if you want to verse strong players from clans that you may not be personal friends with, it's a so good way I'll, to test. I'll, I'll admit something to you, Glenn. Um, I, get, I get very anxious. I'm not generally a shy person, but when it comes to sitting down and playing online, I do get very anxious about um, people knowing that that's me and playing that game and watching that game. I get right. I get very self-conscious. So I will get onto a Smurf account where nobody knows that it's me so that I can actually go on and play the game. Because otherwise, I would I would not. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I do? I just play meme decks. So, like, <laughs> so when I lose, it's like, well... I was I just, just like, like, it's like, you have your excuse pre-prepared. No, no, I just I just run your honor. And when I see three <laughs> libraries on my opponent's deck, yeah. um, I just scoop. Mm. But funnily enough, I still was able to get away with Chrysanthemoth on that person. <laughs> and I won. I got to 25. I had a Chrysanthemoth. By the way, just for listeners, the honor rocket is still a real deck. And walking the way has like redefined how that deck works <laughs> because I realized that with Shahai it actually becomes oh, a really yeah. it actually becomes a really strong combo because mm. the power of the Yurt deck was that once you hit um once you hit um thirteen honor, you theoretically can just win the game. You just need to have all Yurts and three rebuilds in hand and no cancels. There's a lot of requirements <laughs> there. <laughs> But does that make sense? It could it could happen. Yeah. Like if you were playing against like Dragon, Dragon don't have cancels well, was, turn one, right? I was testing, I mean, this is a bit off topic. I was well, testing Satoshi. So I was using Satoshi as my way to get the Yurts into the bin. Mm-hmm. But you lose two honor, if that makes sense, because you because you rebuild it rather than have it originally on the on the province. So you're losing two honor each time you do that. Does that make two, sense? Two honor? No. Yeah, no. yeah, because you're not you're not firing the Yurt off the first time to put it into the discard. Oh, right. Yeah, so okay. You, so, yeah. So when you so when I Satoshi, it feels really bad when two hit the bin. Because right. you, you really only want one. Right. And you want to flip, you want to like, you know, um, condense your deck to the point where each turn you see. I've thought about this deck way too much. But like, so hang yeah. on, hang on. That new dragon card, which like shuffles it in, has that got a place in your yet deck? No, that, that new card is incredible because it punishes, like, 
that new dragon card, by the way, it's called Balance. Was it Rest? No, not Restoration. <laughs> That's what Restoration Ka- Balance should have been. Karmic balance is that what it's called? <laughs> something. Balance something of like the that. Kami. It's it, it. It's two fate, four influence. Shuffle, shuffle. Each player shuffles their conflict hand mm-hmm. back into their deck and discard pile, mm-hmm. um, and then you draw four. Yeah. Remove that card from the game. So like the, when you play it, it goes so it gets set aside rather than. You know when a card gets removed from the game? This is a rules question. Sorry, off topic. Mm. Is that where the stolen secrets card is? Is that, is is that, that out of? I think it's out of play. Yeah, it's yeah, in the right. same place as all the cute <laughs> Nasawa cards and <laughs> right. Right. yeah, everything. Anyway, um, comic balance would be interesting. It, it, there's a lot of cards coming up, and we don't really talk about card spoilers too much on this podcast. But there's a lot of cards coming up, mm-hmm. which will alter how people will bid in the future. And that's exciting for the game. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, yeah. I think, don't give me, uh, bid, bidding, f- cards Cards win card games. Bidding playing five ca- playing gets cards. cards. Playing cards is fun. Yeah. Um, but I, I really would like a, a, a deck where I can bid one and not just be overwhelmed by cards. Well, even, even bidding three, right? I just would like to be able to bid three. And not feel at a disadvantage, mm. and and there's a few p- players that we we know that they do that sort of thing, and they get they have a lot of success, and I feel like they're already ahead of the curve. Could so be. Yeah. so you know against Phoenix, a lot of um, won't name them, but the the they'll bid three mm. because they say against Tadaka when you're playing like Crane, for instance, bidding three is better because you you draw less, and therefore you play less, and therefore there's less that Tadaka is. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Really, like, that's a really. I thought. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting way to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. just says to me that the game, the game's at this next level. You know, I'm still in amateur league, sort of. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still. This is other. I don't think about things. I just. I, I literally bid five. I just go. I want more cards. Yep. Because there's no thought to like, why should I bid three? Um, so it's exciting. Um, and you're on a deck. Back to my original. I think. <laughs> Eventually, eventually, that deck will be NPE, and then um, they'll nerf it. Like, <laughs> like Unicorn will get a restricted card. Yeah, sure. Why not? Maybe for Great Glory comes off, and Yurt goes on there. Yurt goes on the restricted <laughs> list. I can't imagine that world. That I, world. I, I reckon. Re- to be honest, probably it would be rebuild. That's if like if Black do, Mirror world. No, if we're gonna, do, it would be rebuild. Rebuild. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eventually, rebuild. eventually, rebuild eventually there'll be a holding that. I mean, there are, I think there already is a holdings that are frustrating because, like, you know, if you think about if Hidden Moon Dojo, yeah, anyway, I, I could go on this. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I like, could go on. If Please you increase consistency, it'd be yeah, it's really frustrating, but also exciting because it means that card design in the future has greater potential because yeah. they can balance. Yeah. Um, back on Worlds, how do you feel about no change to the restricted list before Worlds? Uh, I think at a certain point in time. Um, they couldn't change the restricted list, so for so they can't change the restricted list now. For example, if they they still have eleven days or something, but I feel like if they did it now, it really doesn't leave people enough time to practice in the meta that's going to exist there. I think well, I think it's pretty much locked in. I mean, we could be eating our words in four days' time, but I think it's pretty much locked in. I think I think at four weeks out, you could have changed the restricted list, and that would be fine. Right, mm. but uh, but I don't think you can now. Yeah. So how do I feel about the fact that they didn't change it at four weeks out? I think with the introduction of the Scorpion pack, if they had planned to release it, if it was always their plan to release it and have it be legal for worlds, I don't think that they could have changed the restricted list as well. 
the environment, it feels like the environment would have been too different and you don't have enough data from the the Scorpion Pact's influence on the meta to really make good decisions about the future meta that's going to exist yeah. in worlds, right? Sure. So you can't you can't do both. You can't release the pack and it be legal and change restricted list. You can do one or the other. Mm, I I think I just think the meta is diverse enough right now, like, and it's it feels fun and balanced enough. Where yeah, I, where I feel like I think every clan has got a shot, right? Yeah, they well they all have a deck that except Lion. feels no I, no <laughs> I I've I've been watching a few. Jigoku games. Oh, Bert's yeah? been playing a few. Didn't you see the, the, the what do you call it? Like the, the wrench and the I don't know the phrase. I'm really bad with phrases. <laughs> the wrench and the you know like spanner and the it's works. In the works sort of thing. Uh, Bert Bert Bert's deck got got crushed by Lion twice. Right. Okay. Um, was it a high roll? Well, Bert calls it. Bert says it's a high roll. <laughs> I thought the Lion player was exceptionally good player. Okay. And, um, well, definitely right. Over aggress. Yeah, I versed a crane player the other day, and I managed to get. Lion can just high roll like this feels incredible. Like if you can charge to Tori, mm. and it just getting two ring effects off alone, and then it's, being able to spirit call the next turn, it just it just feels feels right. Like it feels, yeah. <laughs> it feels just. It feels, <laughs> it feels like corset. It just feels like man, this is what it's saying. It's righteous. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, because I I don't know if you remember, I gave up on Lion when uh, a dragon player policy debated. So sorry, they charged the Sumiko, policy mm. debated, removed my two for greater glories after I'd charged in an honor general and Tatori mm. and was feeling like I had the best turn coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, they policied with my Maccabi, you know, Maccabi guard or whatever his name is. Maccabi yeah, guard. Yeah, so it was like a four to zero policy debate. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like, you know, that feels like a lifetime ago though. You're talking of traumatic experiences, like that one. Are you on the couch now? <laughs> Tell me about your relationship with your mother. Well, you see, I bid five, they bid one, and I lost four <laughs> cards. It just seems how it goes. Yeah. No. Well, that's exciting. Um, yeah, I feel like the meta is very diverse. So I'm really looking forward to watching on stream. And I guess for you, you're going to be there, seeing people play. Yeah, man. Um, What'd you add for me on stream? Yeah. I'll be there. Oh, I, I think I told you. So my exams are like. Not playing. I'll be like in the background. No, but like my exams are like like around that time. Mm. But every year it's a tradition for me to nearly fail my exams by staying up all night and watching. watching <laughs> well, who to, am I to stand I in the way of tradition? Need, it's like I need to learn, Merlin. and I need to like, I need to absorb what these players are doing. Yeah, and you know, yeah, you probably also need to not fail your exams, no. though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about a card just quickly? What I think. I don't know if it's meta. I don't want to call a card meta. What we can, we, what but we? how about we how about we have a listen to a word from our sponsor first? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Let's listen. We've got we've uh, upgraded and we've got some sponsors this week. Um, <laughs> some new sponsors. Some our new old sponsors. sponsors dumped us. Yeah, and these are the new. We sponsors. didn't trade enough with them. Yeah. No one used the promo code. Please use the promo code this week. Doom doom doom. Sick of all the policy debates. Sick of all the whinges? Sick of all the spies and the lies? Are you tired of all the snobby racist nobles getting their way? Take a trip to the most dangerous district in all the empire. Adventure, Tejito District. Where honour is stronger than steel, but steel is still stronger than words. You can find us by the burning buildings along the riverside and the cries of the wounded in the streets. If you've hit the ancient armoury, you've gone too far. 
Turn around and you'll find the raging battlegrounds where you too can master the art of war. It is here where the district offers pony rides at the Matsu 7th Legion Academy. Or if your kids love animals, come to our zoo hosted by the Beast Master Matriarchs and the Rare Kitsu Warriors. Gamble fairly at a casino where you can always even the odds. Hedo District, no longer for greater glory. All right, so, um, yeah, thanks very much to our sponsors <laughs> for, uh, yeah, for being uh, supporters of the show. You were saying something about uh, a card. You want to oh, ask me about a card? Sp- spies at Court. Oh, that, yeah. That, that feels like it's everywhere at the moment. Uh, it's a good card. Like, it always has been a good card. Um, is it because decks were too tight before, or is it because now you can open up your deck a bit that you can fit this as a one-off or a two-off? I think so I think it's incredible in new box scorp. Sorry, the reason I think it's a good card. I think it's incredible. Oh, it's new great box in new box scorp. It's so good. I think every time I played a new box scorp, I, I don't know if it's just I have a poor judgment of what makes a good deck and good card, but I'm like this. I think this activates my box. And so it let me a card from there. Let me ask you a question. Uh, what would you prefer? Um, to win by five or more and get two face, or to win and your opponent to lose two cards? Yeah, the second one, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, because fate. There's already enough ways to generate fate. Yeah, there's not enough ways to remove opponents' cards, and it's ran- and it's random as well, right? So yeah. your so your opponent's got best. a yeah, your opponent's got a fistful of really good cards, and there are definitely cards they don't want you to hit, and they're the ones you're probably going to hit. Like turn, I always think it's turn. I think turn one spies at court because yes. they've 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 mulliganed for like a good hand, right? Yeah, and so you, you go, you choose first, and then you just political. It's probably it's probably reasonable to say it's better out of some clans than others, right? So it's probably fine out of uh, Scorpion, new box Scorpion. It's probably fine out of old box Scorpion. I think it's good. I think you could play it in Crane, even to be honest. Yeah, and like as soon as you like Crane, have got so many ways of honoring their characters, and they just go from like honored to neutral. And it's probably it, they you do it on a Ring of Fire, so then you're like, oh well, I place by a court, but then I honor myself again. Yeah. Um, whereas in Lion, you're not going to win the conflict to start with, so don't bother trying. <laughs> you know? No. You run Ico Home. What's his name? The drunk. The, the drunk. Yeah. yeah. The one. Well, the one. He has a if you win political, so why not add to the, the synergy there? If you've won the political. you got you got to get there first. So Spicer Court doesn't help you win the political. you got to get to winning the political, yeah. then you got to play it. I've seen it played because they run Crane's Flash, and so they run the Rivals. Anyway, I just think it's a really good card, and I do I, think it's. I, also I good hope card. to see it at Worlds. That's my. I've, this is just a new segment. That's my card that I want to see at Worlds. <laughs> Cards that Glenn wants to see at yeah. Worlds. All yeah, right, like it's, it's. You've got like two more of these segments, right? Or or one. <laughs> one more, I think. <laughs> I could go on. There's so many cards I want to see at Worlds, but. Um, um Romy Michu Pichu, whatever his name is, I want to see that card. I want to see someone, I want to see someone, you want to see someone play this, no, the, the Phoenix Monk deck? No, it's the Keeper of Air crane deck that just keeps getting the air ring to fire off. Right. No. No. Don't no, I'm it. not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't understand <laughs> the deck that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, winds have changed to put the air ring back into the middle, and, but then roaming <laughs> lets you take it as well. Like, yeah. all, and then you so you can dishonor their characters and then with the um the shigenja and then the next turn like take it and then yeah oh you mean the the feng shui master yeah, or whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. okay yeah Fushen disciple yeah i don't know if that's a, a card i want to see at worlds 
cards that I want to see that uh, have a really big impact on. Sorry, cards that I want to see played is it, is more. It, is it an orange card? It's an orange card, okay, sure. right? It's, it's another world or way of the Phoenix, right? Those cards. Do you know each time we play, I always just think those are in your deck. I always just think you've got a one-off. <laughs> know the world. I tell you, I tell you what. After worlds, I'm going. I'm going straight there. I'm going straight for a ring control deck. Put in all the fire cards, all the really expensive stuff. Put in all the things that people say you shouldn't play. I think you should. Just, That's my way of like de- just, detoxing. Yeah, or we, we we can be super competitive and play the upcoming January role for all the new clans. <laughs> oh, what would be what would be a good role like for the various clans? What do you hope that people will get? Okay, let's talk about roles. Um. So crab just all crab has to do, mm. literally, and I think it's within the rules that they literally can't do what I don't want them to do. They just can't pick Earth, right? <laughs> like I feel like the rules pr- mean they can't. I think it's probably likely that they won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, great. So and also it's a player choosing. So like yeah. I'm very much trusting, you know, the very great crab players out there. So who's gonna pick? Is it gonna be Joe? I don't know. I, 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 there's so many good crab players out there. Yeah. There's a few from Europe and a few from America, right? Okay. But they can fight it out, and all of them are going to have a better judgment call than Seeker of Earth. All right. So it's fantastic. Um. So crab, crab is pretty open. I personally for Do you crab, it's air. I would love a Kudar, like something that just gives Kadaka a bit of a buff and the yeah. dis- and and the Dishonor build mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you want Levy to be a card that can be played, no, right? No, no, no. Well, Levy is already playable, but it's in the is, year. Is it? I, I put it in the year on a deck, and Bert just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I took one. I took one honor from him. He's like, "What?" I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, yep, yep." I'm on thirteen no, now. Yeah, Watch no, out. Exactly. That, that, that is exactly the thing. You <laughs> laugh, and then one day I'm gonna get to thirteen and freak out. <laughs> That's, we're gonna be playing. I'm gonna, uh, you're on thirteen. <laughs> Shit. He said that on the podcast. What was it that happens when he gets uh, to thirteen? Yeah, so I hope Crane. Um, what's what elements magic station? I don't even know these things. No, neither do I. I feel. I <laughs> think it's air. It's a fight. All right, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, although the moment anyway, will have passed by want, the time I want. Do. I want whatever. I want the dual element of that. Oh, okay. So, so what? You can have magic plus whatever it's. Oh, taking actually, out. maybe seeker avoid so you can have pilgrimage and shameful. It'd be fun. I think every claim went. Do you? It's I have fire. a question. Oh yeah, I thought so. So, so you question. can have that and feast. No way. Like crane, yeah. crane would. Yeah, feast man. No, uh, that that sounds like a legit deck. Oh my god. So you have shameful upholding, and then you have feast and magistrate. They're all three strength. I yeah, already, yeah. I already don't want to attack crane, and they've just got one fire card in their row. Yeah. Right. If they had. Two fire cards in there. Well, I, I probably don't care so why much you, about hitting fire. Why do you think fire? Fire seems to be like the new void. Do you know what I mean? Fire just seems to have these really nasty properties. Anyway, I so I, I want crane. That's why I think I want phoenix. Two two rolls for phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know your pick is seeker of void. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah or I, secret I, of fire. See, so I want seeker of fire. Yeah. Everybody um, wants seeker of fire because I think the fire the fire deck needs to see. See its day in the light. Yeah. I would like to see the Clan of Fire be Fire. fiery. Yeah. That'd be nice. Mm. It's a shame that the Seeker card doesn't count as a fire card for the purposes of Fire Katana. 
why not? Because Why not FFG? It'd be cool if you like when you play consumed by firefighters that it like sits on the opponent's side of the board until the end of turn. <laughs> so like, you just light their board on fire oh, yeah. and then you, you leave the card there as like yeah, a token. So they're actually burning <laughs> sort of thing, and then you get the you get the one plus one for your fire katana. Yeah. Or is it plus two? Uh, plus one. Plus two if you have the ring of fire yeah, claimed. Right. Which is totally easy with the secluded shrine or whatever know, it is. Or with know the world. Or with know the worlds. Yeah. yeah, all the good cards. Um that's exciting. What about what are your thoughts for Scorpion? What do you want them to add? Um, so I think Scorpions are probably gunning for something like Keeper of Air, um, or Seeker of Air. Seeker of Air would be good because they had that pre, pre Seeker of Void, and I felt like they were pretty strong with it because their their clan one is that's an dangerous air. man. Then they get then they get Mark of Shame. That's very frightening. Yeah, but that I think that's, that's what just, they're going I mean, for. Then you can just. I mean, you can build disgusting decks with three cunning magistrate, three three mark of shame. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just slay, like body slam your opponent. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, what are we, lion? Where do you want lion to head? I think lion are actually in a really good place with the keeper of fire. Um, do you not like this? I like the secret void deck. I don't know if it's wrong. I don't know that I have a whole lot of experience with it, to be honest. Right. Yeah. I'm not really a lion guy, so I don't don't really see where their synergies lie. Do you reckon the water for that weapon? I'm sorry, I just think of one card and that's where my head goes. I don't understand how that, that weapon is playable ever, right? You're talking about the heirloom, right? The one that where you go water and it attaches? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh, forget that. And if you, like, unless there's like a K-Day type character that you can just fire the ring effect off as well as the one you were going for anyway... Yeah. That's that's fine, right? If you can do that, you can play that card. But if you can't do that, I don't think you can play the alien. Plus, I think it's water roll only. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I want line. That's what I'm saying. I want line you want line to have water roll because you then know you, I, then you can run the crab splash for or the unicorn for the unicorn or the unicorn splash for that unicorn card. Mm. Is it not? No, it's crab. It's the crab card. I don't think the, you can splash unicorn cards in unicorn splash decks. What? <laughs> you just said unicorn splash for the no, unicorn I, card, and I'm I like, I don't know what, card, what? I don't know what color the card is. It's the one. It's the um the one that unbows a character on defense. Is oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crab card, right? It's a crab card. Yeah. It's um, isn't fight good? on. Yeah, isn't that it's, isn't that great in line? Yeah, it probably could be actually. Yeah. Yeah. And there's probably there's probably there's the um, the unicorn card. Oh, I know the unicorn card that you're talking about. The one that um bows people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, I just, again, it opens up deck building. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What about unicorn? Any thoughts? <sighs> I think I'm kind of happy with keeper. Oh, I think I want a seeker role out of them. Yeah. Try some Any, chasing the sun decks. Anything seeker? Well, See, people can people can already run chasing know, the but sun, Bert, but they don't, right? But Bert's not here, so like you actually respected that I said that. <laughs> 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 I gave it gave it some gave, play. Gave, I don't know if you gave it thought or you just ignored that I said no, those words. Be, all right, so I remember actually saying at some point that um I probably wouldn't use Chasing the Sun even even in Phoenix Seeker of Air. But then you said something like, All right, well imagine this, Merlin, imagine you're on pilgrimage and you could just suddenly move to uh, you know, some other problems like <laughs> I try to justify why. Do you know like, actually? Do you know what the best reason for that card is? Mm. Is disdainful remark. Mm. It's the best card. It's the best reason for it. Why? Because because they boost the strength of the province by like nine. Oh, and you, you move to another province. Move to another province. <laughs> 
I had never thought about that. But yeah, there's a reason the car's designed. It's just there's not enough. Um, there's, not, there's not enough. There's not enough cars that move off when you move. Yeah. Because so so if you play the so you wouldn't play it against like dragon because you could move into resto or feast yeah. or something like that, but you could attack feast and then move off feast. So that's kind of good. Yeah. Well, I, I think it gets a, you're right. It gets around the challenging provinces. The thing yeah. <laughs> the thing is, what if it's like turn one and then you chasing you hit feast and then you chasing the sun into resto? Like, yeah, <laughs> but you know you got to be smart about how you play the cards. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't just dismiss the card because I do think it's got a little bit of play. But I don't think that right now it's worth the slot. I told you the best is that you go for their fourth province after you've broken three. Yeah. And they just let it happen. Yeah. And then you then you swing your whole force yeah. onto the box. Yeah. Or if they talisman you off the... I don't know. Yeah, I if they talisman off yeah. and you, you do that back. Anyway. They, those are really... So I don't like... So if we're talking about competition, so there's... That's pretty niche, I think, <laughs> right there. Uh, so I think Unicorn also would consider water. Yeah. For yeah. the crab card. I think for both of those reasons, yeah. yeah. Talisman's super good. Seeker of water. Talisman's real good. Ooh, keeper yeah, of water. Right. Well. I don't know. I, really want to cut, I actually really want to cut keepers in Unicorn. I don't know if that's weird. I Yeah, I think playing out of Seeker, I don't really miss them. I played I played Keeper of Water on the weekend, and you know what I found? Keeper Keepers are really good, more consistent imperial palaces that's what they are uh yeah i mean it, it, i guess it's different when i was playing crab for kotai mm. oh well you know, keepers, yeah you're just, keepers were like mvp yeah it's because of your box though, right? <laughs> it's like against scorpion have six six like over three characters means they have to spend three different cards to deal with the fact you've got someone yeah. in the conflict yeah and Keeper of Water in Old Box line is also really yeah. good. You just send them in. It's like another four force. It's a bonsai. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think we're missing one clan. What, what do you think of Dragon? Where's Dragon go? <sighs> I feel like they're going to get a f- nice new fresh start as a clan. I don't know. I don't know where Dragon go. Um, Keeper of Void hasn't been explored, I don't think. I don't think there's like Keeper or Seeker cards that play into their new archetype. Is there? And I don't think there's um, element cards that play into the new archetype either. Like, what what monk card can't you play right now? None of it. Maybe you want fight on. I don't know. I just feel like keep coming back to that card. <laughs> I feel like maybe you want unicorn. Maybe you do want. Maybe you want water as well. I'm just hot on the. Wa- I don't know why I'm hot on the water. I seriously th- remember when we were doing the alt rolls tournament. I yeah. was seriously considering uh, Phoenix Seeker or water just because I wanted to play Seeker, but also because um, the Water Provinces plus Koroi Mori kind of meant that you could flip conflict types and ring types mm. pretty consistently when people attacked into your provinces, which yeah. I felt might have some play. Didn't really have a whole lot of play with the cards that were available at the time, but that's what I thought. What about... <laughs> it would be silly. It would be really bad if Dragon got an earth, earth roll, right? Is that a good roll for him? Uh... Is it a bad roll for them? I don't know. I feel like Dragon are probably fine. I was going to say they're fine with whatever, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think I know. I think they want Seeker for the Fate Generation. I'm sorry, any Dragon players. I don't play Dragon much. I think. I think it seems like they always want Fate Advantage. So the Seeker roll seems, you know, like like I was playing Being and Becoming in the Keeper of Void deck Mm. with with um Ridden of the Stars. 
in like Jade Mart. Like I was just doing, <laughs> I was doing these really, like basically it was something that did nothing. Yeah. So I bowed the character, so like I didn't get any value out of the character. Yeah. But it felt kind of cool. You could splash Phoenix for Against the Waves. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's my that's my very, very thoughtless, but tried to be thoughtful take on the the roles for worlds yeah. yeah i'm i'm actually just i really like the it the roles change deck building in the metagame quite significantly so i feel it's like exciting. yeah it's, it's it's like it's like the game is a is a new you know it's fresh yeah that's no, great yeah yeah well this has been really fun melon have you uh you've learned something i've learned something it's had a lot of fun i, I always learn something when you and i just Yap, yammer on about cards. Legend of the Five Rings. Oh, and uh, thanks for sticking with us, yep. listeners. Um, we, will we be back next week? I honestly don't know. We're almost not here this week. This week is almost next week. Because remember, we gotta <laughs> we got to edit this, this thing together and then send it to Ben, who then has to upload it. Yeah. So it's still like... Okay, well, maybe <laughs> we'll try and sort something out for next week, maybe. But yeah. if it's just me, I don't think anyone wants to listen to that. So we'll... Uh, well, maybe we'll try, and, we'll try and get something sorted for next week for everyone. Yeah. If not, uh, best of luck to everyone out there for Worlds. Yep. Uh, shout out to Chris one more time for helping support the Melbourne scene. And is there anything you want to plug? or? So, so when we are going to Worlds, we are going to do a bit of reporting. So you can expect to see posts on Facebook and things like that. Plus, we're also going to do a Legend of the Five casts, five slash seven well, however many podcasts we can get together into a hotel room, we're going to do a big group uh, podcast. And the plan tentatively at the moment seems to be to do a bit of a celebration of, you know, Alpha a bit of a retrospective over the last year, have a look at the Cote season, the various expansions and metagame changes and things like that, which should prove to be a lot of fun. Sounds like a Twitch marathon sort of stream more than a than a like a 30 minute podcast <laughs> i don't know last last year uh last year we did it i think we managed to do it in like an hour and a half or something um it's exciting sounds really good yeah yeah and if i scrub out of if i scrub out of day one what else am i going to do besides like take photos and do a quasi journalistic sort of coverage of worlds <laughs>